radio station and that means it's time to uh, check in with R.W. Estella. He usually does our 7.30 feature here on the morning program on Monday. A word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. The closest I got to the 2008 American Folk Festival in Bangor this past weekend was about a thousand feet above it late Saturday afternoon to shoot some aerial file photos for a major local newspaper. The waterfront was genuinely spectacular, festooned as it was with huge, middle, and little-sized tents, and thousands of people either gathered or milling about. I made two circuits, snapped a couple dozen shots, bid the air traffic controller at Bangor International Airport good day, and headed for Stonington to meet up with my girlfriend at another gathering involving tents, only on a smaller scale and with fewer people. In Stonington, about 100 folks had gathered at a coastal residence near Ames Pond for a wedding reception, and my girlfriend and I happened to be seated near a couple from Scotland. Of course, right off, we began chattering away about our trip to the U.K. back in May, and eventually we got around to asking them whether they thought the idea of an independent Scotland held much truck with many Scottish citizens. It's a question we posed to a number of Scots during our brief few days in the Highlands and on the islands, We'd also ask a few folks in Edinburgh while we were waiting to board a flight for the States. As a matter of fact, today is the birthday of a staunch advocate of Scottish independence who was born in Edinburgh 78 years ago. His name <clears throat> is Sean Connery, and he was born the son of a Scottish lorry driver. He left school at 15 and enlisted in the British Navy, and after leaving the service, he worked as a coffin polisher and a bricklayer. Interested in weight training, he became a champion bodybuilder and male model, and it was through his muscles that he got into acting. A London production of South Pacific needed a bunch of muscular guys to play American sailors, so they went to the bodybuilding halls to recruit. Connery got a role and decided acting beat bricklaying. After several small parts, he made his debut on screen in Let's Make Up in 1954. He won stardom with his role as James Bond in Dr. No in 1962, which led to a series of successful 007 films. Despite his wealth and fame, Connery was stung by criticism that suggested he could play no other role. He branched out in the 1970s to more demanding parts, insisting that he would never play Bond again. Nevertheless, he was lured back in 1983 to appear as Bond in Never Say Never Again. By then, critics were well aware that he was a capable actor. They, like the general public, missed his unique version of Bond. Recently, Connery has been writing editorials predicting Scottish independence within his lifetime. Look for them in your local newspapers. For more on Omain, have a great day.